Welcome to the Reinspiring You podcast, a ministry of revitalizing you that focuses on helping its listeners to relax the mind, restore the body, and renew the spirit. My name is Jared Williams, and I am glad that you decided to join us today. May this podcast be a place for you to hear teachings, interviews, and stories that encourage you to rethink, regroup, and recharge. Now, here's today's episode. Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Reinspiring You podcast. Over the last couple of episodes, we've talked a little bit about how to choose a homeopathic medicine. And the first one that we talked about how symptoms are king and how there are are several questions that you can use to try and track down and create a clear symptom picture of what issues you are dealing with or your friend or whoever. After going through those questions, then Stacy talked a little bit about why those questions are so important. And if you listen to it, you remember that the more detailed you can be, the better. And Stacy talked about why those questions are important, especially when you are going through a homeopathic consultation. So today, after we've talked about how to create a clear symptom picture and help us to search out the remedies, Today, we're going to talk a little bit about how to search out the remedies. And there are a few ways to do that, and this is going to be hopefully not too quick. I was reading, researching this and preparing this, and I thought, oh, this is going to be way too long. So hopefully it's not too long. Here we go. The first way is very simple. It's a basic online search. We've talked a little bit about how to do that before. Just a simple Google search, homeopathic for whatever condition that you are searching. This works well for the acute issue that there is a definite start and a definite conclusion to it. It's the the thing that I just dropped a brick on my foot. I need something right now. It's the, I'm coughing. I need to know what to take. And an online search works well, especially if you're just starting out. What you do, you go in there, you search homeopathic for whatever condition, you compare against several sites. Usually, by the time you've searched five or six different sites, they'll list the top five, the top seven, the top ten. And that gives you a pretty good idea. They'll describe the different homeopathic medicines with descriptions so that you can kind of take that clear symptom picture that you've created and put those two together. For acute issues, that's pretty easy. However, I will say this. When you're working with an online search, just like anything else on the internet, number one, consider your source. Make sure that it is every source that you are looking at is a reputable source. And second, of course, anytime you're online, be wary of misinformation and disinformation. There's a lot of that going on, not only on the internet, but specifically about homeopathy. Maybe sometime we'll do another podcast about that but not right now. So the internet is a very good place to start when you're looking for acute issues. The other place you can look, and this works well for chronic issues, you can use it for the acute issues. It's a little bit more cumbersome for acutes, but sometimes you need to. And that is going through the old-fashioned way and pulling out the books. Get a library in in your house of books that you can start looking through. Some of these books might be uh, homeopathic case notes. 
over the last couple hundred years that homeopathy has been in existence, there's a lot of case notes that are out there, and you can read through some of them. One of the ones that I've read through this an entire book is called Magic of the Minimum Dose. It's written by a homeopath named Dorothy Shepard. It's fascinating reading the, the cases. At least I thought it was fascinating. However, reading through how she went through and worked out all of the remedies, and this is what she used and how that got to be a little bit dry for me, Stacy thought it was more interesting. But that was just my impression of it. But it was interesting, and it gives you some ideas for certain issues, especially chronic issues. And there are others out there. That's just the first one that come to mind. The next two books that I'm going to talk about is really where I'm going to spend the bulk of my time. And that is A Materia Medica and a Repertory. Now, you, you may or may not know what that is, and that's okay. I like to think of them as kind of like a dictionary and a thesaurus to a writer. They both have similar properties. They both talk about words. One gives you the definitions, and the other one tells you other words that mean the same thing. They go together. They're two separate books. They do different things, but they work together. And that's what the Materia Medica and the Repertory is. They're two books. They're separate, but they work together. Now, when we were first starting out, Stacy bought a book that was a Materia Medica and repertory and along with several other things in there and it's a it's a nice book it's maybe a couple inches thick and i thought when i started reading through this we will never need another book this is the definitive book that we will ever need for health issues for the homeopath uh, medicine unfortunately what i didn't know <laughs> was that there are a lot more books out there and this book became the very simple, basic uh, book that I that is good, especially if you're starting out. Um, but for for what we are doing in consultations, it's it's very basic. But I like it because it's easy to find stuff and it's it's much more simple. So going through and explaining what these are very quickly, the Materia Medica, in a way, is a little bit like the dictionary of homeopathic medicines. So just starting off here, I'm going to be using the homeopathic medicine alum sepa. Now, we've, if you've done any research with, with homeopathic medicine, alum sepa is one of the easiest to explain how homeopathy works. It's made from a red onion. So the symptoms that an onion causes when you're cutting it up is the same types of symptoms that it will help cure. Now, here's what this says, and this is only in the, in the Materia Medica in this first book. Is only about a page long, and it talks about the alum sepa. It's made from red onion, and it goes through and it talks about the things that, the different parts of the body that it helps. So here's the head, um, a headache mostly in the forehead, worse in a warm room towards evening, thread-like pains in the face, eyes, red, intense burning, sensitive to light, eyes suffused and watery, ears, nose, Sneezing, especially when entering a worn room. Copious, watery, and extremely acrid discharge. Stomach, canine hunger, thirst, belching, nausea. In the abdomen, rumbling, colic. Uh, and then it just goes on and talks about all the different other areas. Urinary, respiratory, in the extremities, sleep. This one is interesting, and we talked about this in our questions, being very specific in our clear symptom picture. One of the symptoms that it might help 
within here. And again, I am not consulting. This is just, I'm reading in here what it says. And this says that you wake up at 2 a.m. Why 2 a.m.? I don't know 2 a.m., but that's what it says here. If you're waking up at 2 a.m. consistently every night, you need a consultation. Don't just go take alum C because it's, it may be something else that you need. That's all it says in this one. Now, in the, the big one that we have, and this is just one book that is the Materia Medica, and it is probably bigger than the combined one that we first got. We actually have a Materia Medica and a Repertory, and both of them are the thicker on their own than the first one we bought was, two combined ones. So in this one, under alum sepa, it talks about red onion, and there's more information. It says, alum sepa covers more symptoms of common colds and hay fever than any other remedy. Anyone who has cut up raw onions while cooking knows the irritation upon the eyes and the nose. And it goes on and just explains different symptoms in general, and then it gets more specific. This particular one talks about the mind, back, constitutions, ears, eyes, face, food, head, kidneys, limbs, lungs, mouth, nose, skin, sleep, stomach, temperature, throat, all, all of these different areas that alum sepa affects and how it affects those areas. It's just crazy how much more is in this one. That is the Materia Medica. Now, the repertory is the, kind of the opposite of that. The repertory talks, goes through the different parts of the body and the different issues the different parts of the body can have and what homeopathic medicines, remedies are for those things. So going back to our alum sepa illustration, when we go through the repertory and we're going to go through the eyes, and this particular one, uh, the eyes here is about 10 pages long. And, and when you're reading through all these different things with the eyes, I don't have time to read through them all. But if you go to eyes under sensations, itching, one of the medicines that comes up is alum sepa. And most of these repertories have them listed either in alphabetical order or in order of importance. If they're in alphabetical order, they are distinguished in order of importance. So they might be capitalized. They might be bolded. Usually the ones that are italicized are the least important. And this particular repertory that's in the first book is, like I said, only about 10 pages long. In the big book, well, I call it the big book, the eyes take up 100 pages. Just the section on the eyes is 100 pages long. And as you go through, there's those different sections. And those sections, as you can imagine, are greatly expanded. But as you go through the itching on the eyes, one of the, the very second one is alum sepa. And it's in all caps and it's bolded. So if I'm looking up, if I have itchy eyes and I'm reading through here, one of the top ones that I might want to consider is alum sepa, simply because it is bolded in all caps. Now, how is this helpful? Okay, if you're dealing with itchy, watery eyes and you're not sure what you need to take, you've gone through your, your symptoms, you can look up eyes in the repertory and go to itching. And then here's a whole list of them. 
I mean, I have a very long list of them. And if, if you select, let's say, alum sepa, now you go back over to your Materia Medica and figure out what specifically does alum sepa help. And if as you go through there, if you go, yep, 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 though all of those things, that's probably what I need. If you go through there and you say, yes, no, maybe, yes, no, 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 okay, you need something else. Come back over here to your repertory, go through this list. Oh, I need something else. It's a lot of work and it takes a lot of thought and figuring it out. It's a little bit like a mystery trying to sort out all this stuff using just these two books once you've got your clear symptom picture put together. You can do your online search, but usually it kind of gives you some ideas to start with, but you're going to end up with more more information if you go through the Materia Medicas and the repertory. Like I said, you probably aren't going to need a book that's two or three or four inches thick just for one of those. Just starting out, you're probably only going to want something like we started with that has both of those together because it's going to give you the simplest of information, a lot of information in the simplest of format. I like that one because it's easy. And there are a number of different Materia Medicas and repertories out there, kind of like the dictionaries. There's a number of different dictionaries, Webster's Dictionary, Dictionary Britannica, and whatnot. There's a lot of Materia Medicas out there. Just You can just start searching through there. I will put a link in the description of the one that we had started with, so that might be something you might want to consider. And there's one more way to help you search out a remedy. But I'm not going to cover it right now. This is something that we want to take a little bit more time with and explain a little bit more. It's very simple in its explanation originally, but we want to take some more time with it. Hope you have a great week, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Reinspiring You podcast. We are glad you took the time to invest in your life today. As always, make sure you have subscribed so you don't miss any episodes. If you like what you've heard today, feel free to drop us a note at rypodcast at protonmail.com. You can also connect with us via the Revitalizing You Facebook page. Please note, homeopathy does not treat an illness. It addresses the entire person and is a matter of the body caring for itself. If you need treated or diagnosed, we here at Revitalizing You believe that the advice of a professional physician is in order. If you would like more information about an online homeopathic class or personal consultation, visit the Revitalizing You website at revitalizingyou.square.site or connect with us on Facebook. The Reinspiring You podcast is a ministry of Revitalizing You that focuses on helping its listeners to relax the mind, restore the body, and renew the spirit. Until next time, may you have reoccurring success and God bless.